What's up, guys? It's Mike and Mark here um, from LRMOnline.com, bringing you know, another great episode of the LRM TV podcast. Uh, this episode, we're actually going to give you guys the best of 2016 awards that we basically are going to cover a little bit of TV, a little bit of movies, and just give you guys our thoughts of how well 2016 ended. Uh, next week, we're actually going to take the week off. Both Mark and I will be traveling, so that's why we're doing our best of this week. And then we'll get in right before the New Year's, try to get a, a quick um, podcast up, kind of recapping some of the major news, give you a, a quick Rogue One uh, rundown review of that. Um, both of us are going actually this weekend to go see it, so haven't seen it yet. And um, all the TV shows right now are on winter break, so we basically have a chance to relax and enjoy ourselves. Um, so what we're going to do is give a couple categories out, and then we'll discuss. We both um, have our own individual awards to go for them, um, and we'll give you our thoughts about it, and then uh, give you a little uh, caption of what we're looking forward to in 2017 TV and movie wise and kind of give our thoughts about that. Um, but really, we're just going to give a short category rundown of we're going to cover best movie trailer uh, from this year, best comedy show, best drama show. Um, best actor TV or film um, and we kind of jump back and forth about best actress TV or film um, best TV show and then best movie of 2016 so we're going to start off right off the bat here um, best movie trailer of 2016 Mark what would you say that would be so if we're just looking at it from the trailer standpoint um, I think for me it would have had to have been Suicide Squad um, when I first saw the, the trailer for that, um, just, it was put together so well. Um, it, the music was obviously different and nothing had ever been done like that before. Um, and it was, you know, I, I it created a good amount of anticipation and that was something that I would constantly be, be watching and listening to and trying to pick up on new things. And uh, it really had me pumped for it. Now, I'm not saying that the movie itself had quite the same effect. But if I had to go, you know, I, I just think it was different than any type of trailer that I had really seen before. So that Suicide Squad would definitely be my pick. For yeah, that. I mean, I think a lot of people would agree with you on that because, I mean, ultimately that trailer – was the best part of the movies. I mean, if you look at the, yeah. you know, in what is so funny because, um, you know, Suicide Squad had, if you think about it, three different trailers. You had the leaked trailer from Comic Con um, earlier uh, that wasn't supposed to be actually leaked out to everyone, but because the, you know, renegade videos out there of it came out that Warner Brothers ended up sending it out and that one was had a like more serious dramatic tone and it really wasn't made for trailer purposes to be commercialized then you have the main one the one that got everybody excited with um you know ballroom blitz as the main background theme and everything and that one i think just turned the page around and then you got this the last movie trailer which kind of was a homage with the bohemian rhapsody and stuff like that so it kind of oh, like yeah. confirmed that it was going to take a lighter tone but then the the movie just you know literally was split in half you had the the first part of it which was the you know the homage to the the last two trailers and then the second half was 
dealing more in serious tone and what you could see. Um, so it's funny because that movie, you could really see the split in ideas and how the the movie was edited by the trailers and so um but i agree Absolutely, with you yeah. yeah that uh suicide squad trailer was definitely up there because it got a lot of i mean it was it was right after batman vs superman which everybody you know for the most part ha- was not necessarily extremely disappointed but had you know some doubts about the the future and so with that everybody thought well, Batman vs Superman didn't work, but at least Suicide Squad will be okay. And then that didn't really work out. So, um, I think alone, what was it, what did it end up being, making? Like what, uh, like seven hundred fifty thousand or seven hundred fifty million somewhere around there? Yeah, it was something around there, I think. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, you got to probably admit that that uh, seven hundred fifty million was really just based off of. Um, the trailer and that was it kind of like how right. batman versus superman that, the reason why it made so much money was because of the trailers and all the hype going into it um right and i think what dc needs to be careful of at least from what i've seen in moving forward is they do put a like they the trailers are really good but then it turns out to be some of the larger chunks of the movie like right. even if you look at batman and superman like i mean the shot with the trinity was awesome and it was still awesome in the movie but i was like the shot and then, like, even when they, like, revealed Doomsday before you even knew it was Doomsday, you know, sort of a thing. So I think sometimes they they need to watch putting all the good stuff, I guess, into the trailer. Yeah, and, I mean, um, it's kind of the – it's plagued the, the movie industry, I think, because it's not just Suicide Squad, but, a lot, like, Batman vs. Superman was, was that way. Um, some people, you know, said Captain America Civil War, you know, by – showing the clips of spider-man you know you know oh, too right. early and stuff yeah. like kind of ruined the the surprise and everything um so yeah the movie trailer business is is definitely remember back in like 80s and 90s it was like you just got small clips and it was you know it was all about just giving you just a little taste of what the movie was about and stuff so um my pick for the best movie trailer this year is still staying on dc and warner brothers so it looks like they're doing something good um, and that's movie trailers is Wonder Woman. Um, oh, yeah. I think that's a good one. Yeah, I think everyone came out of that first uh, Comic Con in in July. You know, you had Wonder Woman trailer and Justice League trailer both at the same time. The Justice League trailer wasn't expected, and it dropped. And um, all everyone talked about out of Comic Con was the Wonder Woman trailer. So you gotta think that that. You know that basically right there is going to help beef up the the movie. And seeing, um, you know, we got to see Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman and Batman v Superman, but seeing her in, in action with just her and not with Superman or Batman definitely, you know, uh, got a, a lot of people excited you know, for it and stuff. Um, and just kind of the way it was laid out, way it's played out, um, gives you a little bit of suspense. You still don't know uh, what. Uh, what um basically the villain is or kind of the main plot storyline is but it's still something good so right you know i think that was a i think with that as well it's one of those um you know what i enjoy the most i think about the wonder woman trailer is the fact that it's not like i i still am curious as to what's going on with it you know right like i'm not like you know there it was extremely interesting and i it's it's wrote me in there's anticipation but at the same time like 
don't quite know who the main villain is. You know, they've kind of alluded to some things. So there's still the element of mystery to it, but at the same time, it's roped me in, you know? Right. Yeah, it's like we were just discussing how um, the trailers that we've seen so far kind of give away a little too much. And so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this one was kind of the difference of that. All right, so moving on to the next category, um, we're going to discuss the best comedies uh, this year. Um, my vote is going to go for the Goldbergs. Um, this movie or this show created by Adam Goldberg, actor, producer, director, and stuff. Um, it takes a you know stories from his life and converts it into this great TV show. But what I love about it is the '80s nostalgia to it i mean every week it's it's like taking a trip back down memory lane and going back to my childhood um the family's great it has a lot of good tones to it um and it's just like very relatable to how you know the dad uh, adam's dad and so forth how he acts how his grandfather acts and the just the the overall uh chemistry between the family and cast and so forth is great um but just anything that you, anytime you do a, a movie or TV show where you go back into the 80s, I'm definitely in for it because there's so much there that just kind of brings back memories to me. And so um, when they did the uh, episode uh, just recently with the Star Wars uh, holiday special and stuff like that was, was uh, hilarious to me and everything. So um, what was your best comedy, would you say, for the year? Um, I'd st- I've mentioned this uh, a couple times before, but I'd still have to go with Big Bang Theory. Um, it's actually on right now, and I'm watching it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's I don't know, just something about it. I always uh, makes me laugh. You know, I mean, you gotta love when I mean, obviously they all love comics, so they throw like any sort of references references in. Um, you know, are always awesome to pick up on. Uh, but like the time when they went to the New Year's party and they were all dressed up as the Justice League. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, just even uh, I don't know, just that when, whenever they do like sporting events, like there was one time Sheldon was playing basketball, like it honestly had me, like laughing out loud. Um, you know, it just, uh, it's also I feel like one of those that I I mean I think it's, it's either and it's it's. I know it's either 10 or above in, in the seasons, but it's one of those series where like, it ha- like it's still funny. Like it hasn't lost, uh, that humor that it's, that it started with. Um, and not only it has it not lost that, but it's still like fresh and different and new ideas. It's not just the same thing. I think sometimes, you know, it's difficult to keep a, a, a series running for so long. Right. Um, and keeping it fresh and, and different. Uh, but yet that familiarity that that the um, audience likes, so um, that's that's why it's my choice. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. And you know what? Like how it's evolved by adding in the the women onto the show and stuff mm-hmm. um, has definitely helped out. Because you know, it's probably one of the few shows that my wife will actually watch with me. Actually, it's probably the only <laughs> show that my wife will watch with me. There you um, go. Yeah. You know, and it's because of that. You know, she used to watch it at the very beginning but she didn't really grasp onto it. But now, um, now with, you know, Penny and, um, Bernadette and what's oh, yeah. Sheldon's girl's name. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Gosh, 
I should be punished for this, but um, no, like my wife now relates to those, you know, to those girls and stuff like that. And she, you know, it's something that she kind of laughs at, you know, on the show when they don't understand the guys and everything like that. So it's definitely, like you said, it's, it's definitely evolved. And this season has definitely picked up, you know, previous seasons past, maybe not, you know, it's two seasons. So it kind of was lackluster, but now that they've got uh, Penny and, uh, and Leonard married and everything like that, and gotten that over with, it's actually gotten a lot better. Um, yeah, so definitely. I, I definitely agree with you on that. All right, best drama. I know this is difficult for you because you don't really watch too many shows outside yeah. of the comic book genre and stuff like that. So um, for me, though, it's definitely a newcomer onto this uh, TV world, and that's Designated Survivor with Kiefer Sutherland. Um, I wasn't a really big 24 fan. I watched shows, and I would pick it up here and there, um, but I wasn't one of those like diehard, had to watch every single minute of it. Uh, but this show here... I definitely watch, you know, don't miss an episode. Um, it's one of the, one of the newer type of dramas that, you know, it's suspenseful. It's got a lot of good actors in it. The the plot is really good. Um, the mystery of who blew up the, you know, the Capitol building and everything with the entire um, White House and Congress and so forth and everything. Um, but the acting that Kiefer Sutherland's doing, you know, playing the president of the United States, he would actually probably be a better president than the <laughs> president-elect right now. So, um, <laughs> but no, it's definitely one of my favorite shows. And like, I am just like, can't wait for it to come back on for uh, the remainder of the season in January and everything. Like that. So um, did you think of anything while we were discussing it or uh, I mean I guess I could pick the last two episodes of Gotham there you go <laughs> um, not not the entire season but at least the last two episodes no but I mean the last two episodes did give me something to look forward to like I was actually engaged back into Gotham again after watching right. those and the, just the different twists and everything and it kind of once again started to break away from the like you know, Hugo Strange Creatures, and it was more just more about, um, like, the, the mob and this and that, and then they're bringing Jerome back, and they just showed a picture of him the other day where he looked very kind of Joker-esque. So, I mean, I, I guess I could just pick the last two episodes of Gotham. <laughs> no, okay. I mean, hey, you know, um, it, it, I do agree with you. The last two episodes of, Do of Gotham really did pick up, and the show did get a lot better. I mean, the writing and so forth. Um, yeah, and I mean, with 2017 coming up, I mean, there's supposed to be the season five of Prison Break, which I will 100% oh, yeah. get back into. Um, um, just because that, I mean, that's my, I, I think I was I was spoiled with Prison Break, and I always try and find a new drama that, like, matches, matches what it. I liked about that, and I never really <clears throat> do, so I don't, I don't consistently stay with anything. Right. All right. <clears throat> Moving on to... Actor and actresses. We're going to start off with best actor. Um, this was open up to television and movies, kind of just as a whole. Who was the one that really, you know, stood out the most uh, in our eyes? And so, um, Mark, I'll let you start this one off. Who did you pick for best actor 2016? Uh, I picked Ryan Reynolds. Um, for Good Deadpool. choice. Good choice. I mean, he, like, he, he is Deadpool. I mean, that is everything about the character from the comics 
Ryan Reynolds encompasses in his role. Like that is, you know, sometimes when people are chosen for characters and you have an idea of how they are, and you yep. know, it's kind of like what we've talked about with like, you know, Batman before. Like if you think of Michael Keaton, good Batman, Bruce Wayne, yeah, you know, and there's always those comparisons for what you have like in your head. Right. Um, but man, with Ryan Reynolds, it was just like, yep, that's exactly what I was picturing sort of a situation. And, you know, I think he nailed it. And yeah, I know he was Deadpool and uh, what was it, X-Men origins, whatever, but that the really Wolverine one. Yeah. That, or yeah, that was Deadpool and name only. Right. Well, I mean, that was um, the best had... part of, I think of X-Men origins. Wolverine was this short little part that he had in it. I think yeah. everybody walked away with it. Like saying, yeah, he could be, they could have know. done something with that. Right. Yeah. And so he was finally given the chance to, and I mean, it was, uh, it was, you know, like I said, it was, it, he did an amazing job at it. And I'm looking forward to anything else that he does with Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, we got Deadpool 2 coming up in production now and everything. There's a little hiccups with director, but um, yeah. as long as he's, as long as Ron Reynolds is, is attached to it, I think it's going to be a success. And it, he stayed yep. true to the character. And that's, you know, very few actors or actresses will take the time to really devote themselves to a character. I mean, you think about it, probably the last person you could honestly say devoted the, as much as what Ryan Reynolds did to Deadpool would probably be Heath Ledger to the Joker. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and just, and, you know, have everything about them be that character. But who would ever mm-hmm. thought, you know, a couple years back, Van Wilder would end up being Deadpool. Yeah, Van Wilder. That's that was his, his claim to fame for so long was yeah. Van Wilder. You're right. Oh, that's yep. just gone away. So, um, my best actor was actually from TV, and that'd be Tom Cavanaugh from The Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It is unbelievable. If you've seen, you know, The Flash, and just in this year alone, seeing the dynamic that Tom Cavanaugh has played, um, just one character, and how he's played it in multiple different ways and everything, oh, yeah. it just makes me appreciate him as an actor and the way he does things um, and the way he approaches well, it, you know. It's so believable. Too. Oh, yes. Like, each one is, like, I don't, like, the one that he is now from, I forget what Earth he's from, but. Like, Earth um, 32 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, I, like, it's believable. I'm not like, oh, that's Tom Cavanaugh trying to be this, like, hipster guy. Like, he right. just, that's, he just does it and he owns it. And I just think he does such a good job in, in all of those roles. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just so glad that the writers have found a way to keep him on the show by doing it this way yeah. because he really does make this show um, what it is. And like you look at the episodes where Harrison Wells is not in it. Um, not saying that it's horrible, but it's he really does bring a kind of a presence to the show and keeps that team bonded together, whether he's the good guy or a bad guy on the show and it's just amazing to me what he's done especially with this incarcerate you know like this style of Harrison Wells he's got right now um where he's not really a scientist he's not really you know he's the, uh, what he yeah. calls us what is like he's a problem solver yeah a hype man a problem yeah. solver you know <laughs> um and it's great always carrying around the drumsticks and stuff like that you know it never oh, yeah. it's just it's never ending with him and it's all like his characters are always evolving so to me without a doubt um, 2016, you know, really showed what how great of an actor he is, and if 
he ever you know decides to do another show and he becomes a lead i'm definitely down to to see Absolutely, him yeah you know in whatever show he decides to do um moving on to best actress of 2016 so my pick actually goes back a little bit to 2015 but the movie came out so late in 2015 that i'm gonna count it for 2016 because it was literally in december and that movie stayed around and that'd be uh star wars the force awakens that movie was around so through february um and to me it was daisy ridley um to take on the star wars franchise is not an easy task. We we saw that no. in the prequels with Hayden Christensen trying to take on the role mm-hmm. of Anakin, and that failed miserably. Um, so for Daisy Ridley to step in, new character Ray and so forth, and how so many people um, felt an attachment to her character as Ray, and how many girls she inspired and so forth, ultimately oh, to me yeah. like kind of. Settle set it for me, even though the movie came out technically 2015, 2016, that was her, you know, her year. And you can only imagine how many more people became Star Wars fans because of her. Um, and how many I mean, even check out, yeah, I mean, even check out the all the cons that we've been to. Oh, without a doubt, there's so many of the Ray characters out there now, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she did an awesome job, and I'm looking forward to really. Um, really seeing her take that role uh, to the next level, right? Uh, especially you know in the um, in the next movie coming up, episode eight. Yeah, I mean it, that one should really be truly about her. I mean, you'd think, but um, it, it just it, like you said, think of all the cons we've been to and how many rays we've seen out there and stuff. Which absolutely, it's it's just unbelievable because. To cosplay alone, I mean, you have to put time and devotion into that costume. Now, I'm not saying the Ray costume is that difficult. I mean, a couple right. tattered still, robes and everything. Yeah. Uh, right. But still, I mean, there wasn't, I didn't see really any Kylo Ren's except for a handful out of all the cons that I yeah. went to. Um, unfortunately, I didn't see any uh, any fins. I guess there wasn't, you know, that many fans of Finn or yeah. Poe Dameron or anything like that. Um, but, you know, you still get a, a ton of Darth Vader's, a ton of Darth Maul's, um, you know, a lot of the Princess Leia, whether it's the A New Hope or Return of the Jedi, Princess Leia. But I think out like Star Wars characters, if we accounted, probably majority of them were Rey's. Um, Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So I yeah. felt like that was the next most popular um, cosplay outside of uh, Harley. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially amongst oh, amongst nice. girls and stuff, like, without a doubt. So right. Um, but you know, kudos to Daisy really because you, you know I was very critical of uh, Force Awakens because I felt like it was just a homage or carbon copy of A New Hope um, and a mm-hmm. lot of you know similarities to it. So I, I kind of walked out of there a little disappointed. Well, disappointed. Um, but except for Daisy Ridley's character, I thought Ray was unbelievable in that, and that that character really um, took its own and stuff. So, to me, Daisy Ridley. Who did you pick for best actress? Um, even though it was more of a extended cameo, I guess you could say, but I picked Gal Gadot. Um, well, that's interesting. I I didn't going into it. I didn't know what to expect because. You know, I always try and hold off 
judgment, just especially because of with Heath Ledger. Because when they first cast him, I was like, I was in that group that I was like, what the heck are they doing? Right. Obviously, blew it out of the water and proved everybody wrong. So I try and reserve judgment, but you know they picked her, and I was like, okay, not quite what I thought, but we'll see. And then, not that she hadn't done other good work, but I mean, she really hadn't been in anything at this caliber. You know, she was in like uh, one of the Fast and Furious movies, and you know, I just, I don't know, I hadn't really seen her or anything. I'm like, and to take such an iconic role, right? Like, right. this is Wonder Woman. You know, it's not like just in the movie, like, like you, you are Wonder Woman, you know, like this is a big deal. Right. And I was like, well, we'll see. And I mean, she, for me, like clearly steals Batman versus Superman for me. Oh, I, um, I, I think for a lot of people she did. Yeah. And just, and from what I've seen, even, and I, like I said, I know it's not much, but even from in the, uh, like the Justice League trailer and the Wonder Woman trailer, like that is how even though at first it was like that is how i pictured wonder woman you know what i mean right like she's really developed the character and you know takes takes her straight from the comics which is and so it's, I, it's a, to be it's able a, to do that i feel is good yeah it's amazing you say it because a lot of people were critical because of her body type you know they didn't sure, think that right. she was big enough you know um you know and that wouldn't be able to look the part from what we've known of the comic book and stuff like that. But when she brought right. on, like when you see her in the movie and she's got her armor on and stuff like that, I mean, she is pretty spot on, pretty close to, you know, what you would oh, yeah. imagine Wonder Woman being in real life. So, yeah, I mean, kudos well, and, to her. I think and it looks like they did well in Wonder Woman, too, because all the other Amazonian women are like pretty much her build. Right. You know what I mean? So I think they did a good job of that as well yeah i know um, not you made a good point on that because i don't really think about that but yeah they could have easily gone with a cut like a ronda rousey or gina carano right, and stuff yeah. like that to to show yeah. like more muscular amazon uh, amazonian women and stuff but they didn't because they want to keep it you know the same right. so I, that's a good point that you make there yeah so you know i'm extremely excited to to see um you know where they where they go with that and i think I think the reason why I mainly picked her as well um, is because with uh, um, with Margaret Robbie, I, I, she was obviously up there as well, right? right? She probably would have been my next choice. But I think I also expected her to do well, if that makes sense. Yeah. And with Gal, Gal Gadot kind of surprised me and has really developed it. So no, I, 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 I definitely see what you're saying there because – that out. Yeah, because, yeah, when Margot Robbie was casted as Harley, it almost, like, she fit the part. I mean, looks-wise, personality-wise, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, Gal was the one that was, like, it took everybody kind of by surprise, you know. And right. same thing with, like, Ben Affleck as Batman. It took everybody by surprise. But, yeah. It, you know, yeah. that is one thing I will say that Warner Brothers and DC has gotten on uh, on point is that, their casting is on point. Um, they've picked the right actors. I mean, Jason Momoa f- brings Aquaman to a new level. Like Aquaman was the laughing stock of the Justice League, but now yeah, is Jason Momoa is Aquaman. Like, yeah, laugh at him and see what's going to happen to you. Um, yeah, 
Absolutely. And you can even tell that that's going to, I mean, I know it's kind of going away from what we're talking about, but you can even tell that's kind of their focus too, because a lot of the, I mean, even though they're, they're not revealing, but the set pictures that um, they're releasing is, is all Jason Momoa right. you know, being enormous. No. Yeah. I mean, they, they've gotten it spot on. And so like you picking Gal Gadot is like best actress, even though it was a small part, it, you got to think Batman vs Superman did not in the theatrical cut did not have a lot of good things going for it. The one thing that people mainly agreed on, well, two was one was that Ben Affleck, you know, was the right type of Batman for yep. it. Um, except for the part about Martha. Um, and then, <laughs> but then everybody basically unanimously agreed that Gal Gadot was Wonder Woman out of it. So, um, that's mm-hmm. definitely a good pick. All right, now last two categories: best show and best movie. We'll start off with best show. Um, so we talk about these shows a lot and stuff, and it would be like, I think it would be kind of like disrespectful if we we you and I picked any other shows as much as we talk about these two shows. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, it would be kind of idiotic uh, that we were like, um, you know, I really like The View as my best show and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, but for me, it was it's definitely got to be Legends of Tomorrow. I know it's not a big hit with a lot of people and stuff like that, but honestly, from where it started in 2016, to like the in January to what it is today, it is night and day, a hundred times mm-hmm. better show than what it started out to be. So I'm not saying that you got to be a great show all the time, but as long as you're ending at the right point and you're getting better and better, that to me is what makes it so hands down with like i know there's a lot of other great shows out there but to me 100 percent legends of tomorrow is is got a great formula working great cast great storylines everything like that what did you end up picking for best show i picked arrow um it's of course then yeah i know right go figure right yeah. <laughs> but it's just if you look at it over the span of the year too because here's the thing if you look at it at the beginning of 2016, such a disappointment. Oh, without like a doubt. The, the, like, the season finale, if you want to call it that, like I, it was, I, let's be real, it was bad. And for it to do a complete 180 and be as good as it is right now, every single episode consistently, it's just like, that's the one, that's my go-to that I'm, I'm all about. I'm constantly trying to figure out, um, and I think it'll it'll stay consistent into 2017, um, which, you know, it honestly, if it does, it will save the series because after at the first part of 2016, like it was it, 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 it I thought it was on its way out personally. Um, but if they continue with what they're doing and obviously find more of a story to tell as well, like I think that it is on the right track to um you know continue on right on i mean yeah the like i agree with you the way that the show is now so the first half of season five unbelievable is 10 times or 100 times better than what it was season four and even season three um but it's like i'm just crossing my fingers like i like i don't want to give it the curse of like calling it the best show or anything because i just I just had that fear that the second half of the season is just going to be such a big disappointment because it's that kind of been that show that I've stuck with it for so long, you know, because the first two seasons were unbelievable. And then 
the you know season three with Razo Ghoul wasn't it wasn't horrible but it wasn't great but the the season right. with Damian Dark just did not work um, mm-hmm. so I will agree with you without a doubt this first half of season five has been great but I just I'm ho- like holding on to dear life hoping that it continues that route because I can just see it right now just. Damien Dark comes right back into the scene and he, he just it's over, you know. And we're back yeah, right. to square one and stuff. Um, yep. All right. Moving on. Best movie. Okay. I'm gonna let you go first because mine I'm probably gonna have to give a little bit to to uh, <laughs> to explain mine because I'm gonna sure, have a lot of it, people probably be like, "What no, the I, hell?" I, yeah. I'll, no, I'll have something to follow up on yours yeah. as well. But um, mine for the year is Deadpool. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with you on that one. You know, it was just, it was just so different. You know, I mean, the first thing that many people that I know would say, they'd be like, oh, it's a superhero movie. Should I take my kid? I'm like, no, do not take your kid. No. Oh, my <laughs> um, gosh, no. You know, it, it was good. But, I mean, I remember when I went and watched it, and there was, like, like a six- or, like, eight-year-old in the theater, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, you might want to get that kid out of here. But, I mean... <laughs> You know, it, it like a couple. It's like my dad wanted. taking it's, me to Rambo and stuff. Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, that's okay, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, it's extremely, um, you know, true to the source material, um, and it, it's just a, a different take on you know your your quote unquote superhero. It breaks that archetype, and not only Deadpool, but even um, I don't want to butcher her name, but. Um, you know, his girlfriend that was in it, the um, the woman from Gotham, oh, uh, yeah. did an awesome job in mm-hmm. the supporting role because even she didn't even fit that really the, you know, archetypal damsel in distress. Like she was, you know, all, you know, a little, well, she was a little pistol. I can put it that way. Right? There you go. So, um, yeah, but I mean, just the whole movie in itself, like just really well done. I know some people had issues with the bad guy or whatever, but I mean. Really, I thought it. I thought it was great. It was, it was funny. The music was good. It was constantly entertaining. You still had the superhero aspect to it, um, and yeah, I just it, it was probably it would be my movie of um, all around movie of the year, without a doubt. All right, I I agree with you, and I think a lot of people agree with you on this one. I don't think a lot of people are going to agree with me on this one on my pick though. My pick for uh, best movie wasn't in theaters now, okay? But it would be Batman vs. Superman, the extended cut, okay? The four-hour, you know, superhero drama. Now, I know it had its problems, and it still did, you know, from the movie theater into the extended cut. But after watching the extended cut and sitting through, you know, the four hours of the movie... It made a lot more sense to me. And I, at, at the end of it, I was like, oh, now I get it. Yeah. Like, type deal. And I look back on it, I'm like, you know what? That wasn't really that bad of a movie. It was, it was actually a really good movie. Now, granted, I get it. The Martha part could have done without. I mean, th- that was ridiculous. But everything else, I actually thoroughly and, enjoyed. You know, to to me, with the, with the Martha part, I... I actually found it interesting. So I, I think, like you said, it could have been handled differently. Or or maybe, like, it made the resolution there very quick. 
uh-huh. and kind of like, wait, hold on. But I thought it was like, to me, I had never even thought that both of their mother's names were Martha. Yeah. Like, you know, as many, yeah, comments, exactly. As many people complain about that. I didn't dawn on me ever. You know, I, I had never even thought about that. So I think it's a really cool concept that they could have done something with. I just don't think it was used at the right time. You know what I mean? Right. So, so, you know, people are like, well, that was stupid. I'm like, I don't think it's stupid. I think it was just not in the right place. How long do you think Zack Snyder was holding on to that? Like, think like, oh my God, both of their names are Martha. I I mean, seriously, I had never thought of that. Neither did I. It literally never crossed my mind. Like, holy, both guys and their parents, their names are Martha. Right. And, you know, I think with, um, I, I agree with you in the four, the four hour, um, you know, the uncut, it definitely matters and makes it a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the scene that really does it for me is when Lois goes to, um, oh my gosh, I just forgot his name. Who was the guy in the wheelchair? Scoot. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, the guy who, who, um, lost his legs in the, uh, yes. In the battle for the Superman battle and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah so um, Bruce gives him the nickname and stuff like that, and like yeah so she so she goes to his place and then realizes that he didn't know any differently or he didn't know this was going to happen because he had a fully stocked fridge right then he finds out that you know the 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 bomb inside the wheelchair was cased with lead well superman can't see through lead. that so to me made so just, much of a difference right there just that two because that was one of the first things that people said is well, how would he have noticed? You know what I mean? Right. And people were like, oh, well, he wasn't focused. No, like, no, he couldn't see it. It was made of lead. Like, just that even, like, two-and-a-half-minute clip alone completely changed the, the um, you know, completely changed it for me. All right, so I think what's going to ultimately come down is Batman vs. Superman is probably going to be one of the most controversial movies, you know, here for the next probably five to ten years as long as we continue having uh comic book movies coming out um but to me that is controversial it was was still i know captain america of war was great and everything this past year but if i had to sit down and choose what movie to watch and i have an extended amount of time to watch it probably batman vs superman the extended cut of it um all right so that kind of wraps up our best of 2016 now we're just really quick we're just gonna kind of talk about what we're looking forward to the most in 2017 so tv movie real quick um mark what what are you looking forward to the most television and movie wise um television uh i am looking forward actually to um you know the the usuals that we cover so gotham flash arrow legends uh the second half of the season um Mm -hmm. i think they all stopped off at interesting points have potential and i'd like to see those followed through uh, which i think will be awesome i'm also looking forward to uh obviously tv wise uh prison break season five um you know just a huge fan of the series and the just the um, actors and actresses um so you know a little nostalgic there with it coming back for season five for one of their for 10 episodes uh so looking forward to that for sure um movies oh geez um let's see where do i even start <laughs> um there's quite quite see. a few this year yeah so let's see so um i do want to see the new thor movie 
mainly because I want to see um, Thor and Hulk, uh, you know, in some sweet intergalactic, you know, gladiator battles. I think that's going to be the Dark Horse movie of the year. Yeah, because I think it's going to, it's not going to be like the other Thor movies, which I think is good. Right. Not that I... I don't I don't dislike the Thor movies, but they're they're okay. You know? Yes, I mean the stories um, are just kind of they're there. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for that, and I'm a big Hulk fan. Um, let's see here. Uh, um, man, I'm trying to. Oh, Wonder Woman, obviously. Right. Um, super pumped for that. I think that'll do well. Uh, Justice League is in November, right? Justice League. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, definitely pumped for that. I'm hoping to start seeing a little bit more of that, um, you know, in the earlier part of 2017 as well. And then uh, when does episode eight come out? December. I think like every Star Wars movie from here on out is going to get, you know. Yep, December. Okay. So um, definitely uh, Star Wars episode eight as well. So um, I think those are the main ones uh, just at the top of my list that I'm really looking forward to. And, um, you know, I'm sure I'll see some other stuff as well, but those are, those are at the top of my list. Yeah. Um, to me, TV shows wise, uh, there's, there's a lot I'm looking forward to just like, you know, the ones that we cover on a daily basis. Um, they're, they're redoing 24 that comes out, um, after the super bowl, um, prison break as well. I'm always going to look forward to that. Um, you know, so like there's hard there's not was it's hard for me to choose just one um but i really think that arrow is is you know the like i i'm hoping the way that the season's going that everything you know because this is it season five is supposed to be everything coming full circle so um that's probably if i had to pick one show that's the one i'm going to pick the uh mm-hmm. as, as to be the one um movie wise kind of a tie between justice league and episode eight um Mm -hmm. justice league just to see if dc can really bounce back you know we had um the um writers invited to the set of justice league earlier this year to show that you know the people at warner brothers are listening to the you know the critics and everything that and they've changed their ways um and for episode eight this is where i think you know Force Awakens left a lot of questions like who was Snoke, how did the First Order come to be, um, what actually happened between Kylo Ren and, and Luke Skywalker, uh, does Rey end up becoming a Jedi? So that's where I'm hoping it it all like all these plot holes start filling in and we get the, kind of the story that of the new group taking over and stuff. So um, so those are the two. I mean I think. Justice League wise, I I think it's going to be safe. I don't know if it's going to be blockbuster like Avengers, um, but I think it's going to it's going to do well enough that it's going to bring people back onto the DC ship. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I think it's going to do well. Like I said, I don't think it's going to be like record breaking. I think right. it's going to do. I think it's going to do extremely well, and but I think they'll want to do that so they can have a foundation. And then move forward in whatever way they want to. Right. So, well, that wraps it up for us, guys. Um, remember, we're taking next week off. We'll both be traveling. But uh, make sure you listen to us the Thursday before New Year's. Um, we'll kind of just 
do a quick recap of Rogue One and a couple other things uh, that are on our that's on our minds that week um, with all the news that are coming out. Um, make sure you check out everything that comes out on LRMOnline.com, whether it's Los Fanboys Podcast, Weekend Warrior, Comic Uno, on uh, Nine Panel Grid. You know, we're, we're coming out with a lot more stuff. And, you know, 2017 looks like it's going to be a great year for uh, the entire staff and uh, fan base at LRM. We're going to a lot more conventions. we got a lot more stuff to be giving away this year. So make sure you stay tuned and check out the website always. Um, and please, please, you know, share us. You know, let your friends know to check us out. Um, or, you know, and let us what you know about your thought, uh, your thoughts in the comment section. Give us great reviews if, or give us horrible reviews if you think we're that bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if there's ever anything that you guys out there want us to cover or talk more about, you know, let us know in the comment section. We can definitely um, touch on that as well. Definitely. Definitely. So that's it for uh, Mark and I this year. Um, well, not necessarily. We'll get one more before the end of the year. Maybe I'll post it on January 1st stuff. So, um, But I hope you guys have a great holiday. Stay safe. Um, don't drink and drive. You know, the, all the, the, you know, the safe things to do and stuff like that. But um, that's it from us. Uh, and looking forward to 2017. Happy holidays.